She said that pretty quickly today, didn't it? Didn't sound like Yeah, she must have had her coffee already. <laughs> Recording started. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to a special 9.30 edition of the Top Rope Report here on 1640 PWPR Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio, TalkShoe.com, and Anchor. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia, and joined alongside me every week as usual, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nokester Greg. Greg, welcome. Hey, Trip. How are you? Good. Uh, joining us on the line also, all the way from his palatial estate in Florida, the little Nokester. Joe, what's up? Hello, how are you guys doing? All right, not doing bad, good. So bad. we got about as many people here listening to the show as was on SmackDown. But um, <laughs> we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, we just got done with the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, which I thought was a real good show. Yep, and uh, uh, I was kind of hoping that DJ was going to call in, but um, I, I, I can no longer say... The champ is here. Um, my my two year long reign of, of pay per view championships has been that I've been dethroned. Um, DJ dominated the last, well, especially this last pay per view, um, but overcame a two hundred fifty point deficit in the last three pay per views. Um, I took for granted that I was ahead a little and started and made a couple, you know, senseless picks in the last couple pay per views and had to lay it all on the line on Elimination Chamber and. Those little, uh, you know, rankings of orders of people coming in and getting eliminated didn't do me any good. Um, so, you know what? I was going to play some music for him, but even though he's, he's not here, we will still, you know, like to congratulate Absolutely. Mr. 24-7 DJ um, on winning the uh, Top Rope Report Pay-Per-View Prediction Show Challenge. Yep. And WrestleMania starts to do... Okay, season. enough of that crap. You're going down this year, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but I thought it was a, a, a B-plus to B-minus pay-per-view, I thought. I got mean, more out of it than I expected. Yeah. We did. Yeah, um, the Daniel Bryan really, match was tremendous. I, I, and that's one thing that I had mentioned. That was a match that I was hoping was going to be, you know, a B-plus, A-minus, and... I really think it was. Yep. I really think it was. It was close in my eyes. Only just, I mean, once again, nobody really needs to know it again. But just in case you don't know, yes, I have a man crush on Daniel Bryan. Um, I also have a man crush on his wife, but that's a whole other story. Right. Um, but, you know, anytime I could see him perform at that level in the ring, and I just, I knew that she was going to be able to do a good match with, with Gulak. Right. And, what do you um, think, Joe? What, the uh, Dan O'Brien, Drew Gulick match? Oh, yeah. I thought it was pretty good, yeah. Yep, absolutely. I mean, man even of, the, the men's... Love the little mug. Man of many words. Yeah, the, men, the, the men's elimination <laughs> tag team was good, too. Yes, yeah. You know, you had yep. all the teams in there before anybody got eliminated, which yep. was pretty amazing. Yep. Usually, some, usually a match of that magnitude with that many teams, and, somebody's going to get eliminated first. <laughs> And I still, even right now, just thinking about it, chuckle at poor Lib Morgan. The way she wow. got just swung right into the plexiglass of the pod. And you heard it hit, too. It's like, wow. Yeah, I, thought, I thought she was knocked out when that happened. Yeah. yeah. And, and even the thing with Otis, luckily for him, he knows how to fall Yeah, big guy. Yeah. Because that was kind of dangerous as well. But one thing I want to talk to you guys about first. There's a... 
you know, seemed to be some discord, so to speak, with uh, AJ Styles mentioning The Undertaker by his real name the other day, the other night, on uh, last week rather, on Monday Night Raw. I mean, is that like taboo with these guys or... Um, and then he's talking about his wife as well. I mean, yeah, I mean, yes and no. Once again, um, we actually, when we did the show with Dave Rosenbluth, um, I brought up how, um, distasteful I thought it was that Sasha Banks got in the face of Lacey Evans' daughter. Right. And he said, well, and he took the opposite side of it, which made me kind of open my eyes and understand, you know, it's his entertainment. And for all those naysayers, they're trying to bring real life into it little by little. Yep. You know, a little here, a uh-huh. little there. So for him to call out Mark Calloway, you know, I think just adds to the realization, if that's a real word, if not, I just made one up. All right. Um, of the whole situation, making it a little bit more real life. Right. Right, yeah. And one of the other things I was, ta- I was thinking about the other day was, I mean, are they going to have The Undertaker go over on AJ Styles at Mania? Good. I hit the wrong button. Oh, that's DJ. He's calling in. I uh, I just I just mentioned to him. I said, oh, "Are okay. you calling?" And he's messaging me back. Um. I, you know what? Undertaker versus AJ Styles. Is it going to take away from either one's career if they lose? Is it going to help either one's career if they win? No. AJ Styles is still going to be the phenomenal one. Yep. Undertaker is still going to be Undertaker. Yep. I agree. I mean, it's it's just a match for people to see, basically. I mean, especially now with the way they're playing it up and how they're going about doing everything. So it should be an interesting match. Let's see. Yeah, I'm actually driving at the moment. I had to run a bunch of errands. I don't think I'll be able to. No problem. No problem. Not a problem. So uh, Just once again, just let him know to listen to the show. We open the show by yep. congratulating him. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it was... Even the uh, Umberto match was better than I thought it was going to be. Yep. Um, it, I mean, to me, that was still probably the... I'm not going to say worst match, but I'll say it in quotes. Right. Um, not the best match. Um, but still, to me, that was a C plus. Yep. Uh, every other match on the card to me was at least a B or B minus with a couple of B pluses and an A minus. So I, I would give you a pay-per-view right now. You know what? Best pay-per-view of the year right now. So far. Okay, I can I can see that. I mean, that definitely would be in the running, definitely. Well, we've had three. I think it was better than Royal Rumble. Yeah. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely better than... But while we're like talking about that, showdown. what were the final scores for... Uh, I mean, I know it's going to hurt you to, you know, because you're... Um, DJ finished with 2,155 points. Um, I then came in second with 2,060 points. Trivia came in third with 1,945 points, and the little nugs are almost caught you. He finished with 1,920 points. Yep. So, you know, like I said, three pay-per-views ago, I had a 250-point lead over second, and Joe was close to 500 points, 400 points right. behind me. You know, he finished, you know, 135 points out of first place. Um 
You know, he did very well. He finished second in his last pay-per-view. You guys didn't tie this time. Oh, I see that. Um, and I finished, you know, dead last. <laughs> okay. Um, while we're still on the subject of WWE, there have been some rumors going around, you know, with this virus and all going around, that there's a possibility WrestleMania could be canceled. Well, I, 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 I well, hey. They'll never cancel WrestleMania. If they may so I move the it, Super Bowl. Um, they may move it. They may change the date. They may, I mean, you never. They may do like you know, like they're doing with Raw and SmackDown. I mean, that that maybe this is their quote unquote beta test to see what kind of viewership they're getting right. on TV with no audience. Um, I, I thought it was funny. I read something about CM Punk saying maybe they should pipe in CM Punk champs. You know, through the speakers, just to kind of make it like a real audience. Right. Um, I mean, do they do, you know, once again, do they, like, they're, they're not going to cancel it. Vince is not going to let $78 million right. fly away and cancel about, WrestleMania. I was about to say, WWE stands to lose a fortune yeah. if it happens. And, you know, Vince loves money. Right. So, but what would you take on that, VJ? I mean, do you think they should like move it to a, a, a better venue, a, a, a warmer venue? Should they move it later? Yeah, I think I think it's better for them to move it to a later date. Uh, yesterday, I was actually looking online. I think it was SportsKeta.com for their uh, 2020 uh, pay-per-view schedule. Right, and uh, they do list. Um, pay-per-views that don't have like a name or a date or a, um, a location. Right. And one of them included uh, some uh, in June. Like there was nothing scheduled for June. Mm-hmm. So maybe they could uh, move the date to uh, to the June um, month. Right. Either, um, yeah. either that or uh, we'll replace one of the Saudi Arabia shows. The only thing about Saudi Arabia, they're not they're not quote unquote scheduled to go back there until October. So, in my eyes, you can't go to SummerSlam in August, WrestleMania in October, Survivor Series in November. That's just right. Yeah. Uh, but they do have an open date in June. Um, yeah. Money in the Bank is in Baltimore in May. So. I don't know what the arena status is for Baltimore, the arena in Baltimore in June, but why not for now push each pay-per-view back? Right. You know, move Money in the Bank to June where they have an open slot um, and then put WrestleMania in May. Um, That way you do get an extra month to try and get the whole situation quote-unquote under control. Um... You know, I mean, unless you move WrestleMania to June, um, you know, you can't move WrestleMania to the fall because of the Buccaneers playing in their right. stadium in the fall. Yeah. yeah. You, you yeah. have to do it before, probably before July. Right. Um, and, I mean, you don't want to be wrestling outdoors in Tampa Bay in, in July and August anyways. It'd be like right, it's PWA and Sunday all over again. Right. Um, but what do you think, Trip? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think they should, you know, June would sound like a, a good time. I think they, you know, if this virus really gets out of hand like they're predicting it to, um, I think moving it to a later date would probably be best. 
because, you know, like you said, you obviously can't have it any later than July because with the football season starting and everything. But, you know, maybe maybe just look at it and say, hey, you know, $78 million. You know, you said Saudi Arabia guaranteed him $75 million. Yep. And, you know, there that's always a possibility, too, that WWE but, could okay, bring. But the other parts of this we got to look at. Um, a... Okay, obviously you're not saying, okay, tomorrow. You're not saying, okay, we're going to have April 5th in Saudi Arabia. There's too many logistics behind travel. Right. So maybe you do yeah. put it in Saudi Arabia in June to say do that. Cena going to be available? We don't know. Right. He may be doing it. The reason why he's at WrestleMania now is because he's not doing anything. Right. You know who's not going to be there? Sami Zayn. You right. know who's not going to be there? Kevin Owens. You know who's right. not going to yeah. be there? Daniel Bryan. Yep. You know what matches you're not going to see? Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. Becky Lynch versus anybody. Bailey versus anybody. You're not going to see Shayna Baz or Becky Lynch. Right. So then what do you do? Do you make those women's matches now the main focus of Money in the Bank? And say, now you're not getting your WrestleMania moment? I don't <laughs> think the Saudi Arabia thing is where you're going to put WrestleMania. Right, because taking the women off a... Off the major pay-per-view like that is just going to destroy. I've read on two different sites that Becky and Shayna is going to close WrestleMania. How can you tell me that a match that's even being considered to close WrestleMania is now not going to be on WrestleMania card? Right. I mean, that's definitely something that they're going to have to release. And, and I think even if they moved it to Saudi Arabia, are they going to have time? Well, that's what I'm saying. If you yeah. do it in June when they have that quote-unquote open date where they have nothing planned, okay, 60 days, that's enough time to get logistics right. travel-wise. Yep. You know, production companies over there, they're set, sent over there and everything sent over there. Um, I'm going to throw something out. If, if, if they did decide to not have it in Tampa and they decided to do it in, in maybe inside an arena with small crowds... Um, Split it up around the country. Like they did with WrestleMania 2 when they had it in three different locations. Doing for, do, you know, you, you, yep. you're saying you're to have 16 matches. Yep. You know, if you do it, you know, in front of 4,000 fans here, 4,000 fans there, 4,000, I mean, just, you know, just throwing shit out. Um, how much money they actually make up 80,000 people? I don't know that figure. Um, but where he's going to lose is to pay for few buys. Right. You know, and they've already, I mean, there's a lot of countries that we've closed travel to coming. So, you know, foreigners coming in, I mean, I don't know the percentage. Once again, maybe it's 20% of people come from around the world to fill. So now you're saying, you know what? 16,000 people, I'm not letting in the country, so they're not coming. Right. It's just... Everything is pointing to Vince that, hey, you know what? You're looking at, you made $78 million this year, but you know what? If you go on StubHub a week ago, tickets for one certain section I, I looked at was $848 per ticket. Yesterday I went online, they're $160 per ticket. Oh, wow. Normally prices don't go down when you're getting close to the event. Right. But that's... A significant drop. Yeah. That's $640 or whatever it is drop per ticket. Yep. 
you know. So the sellers aren't able to sell their tickets because people aren't buying them because, yep. you know, my thought is, you know what? I'm thinking if it drops lower, I'm buying a fucking ticket because you know what's going to happen when they reschedule it? You know what's going to happen? I got a ticket. Yep. You know what? And if I can't go that $106 ticket, I can put back on the market for 600 bucks and make $340. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, that's just something that WWE is going to have to make a decision on. We'll have to check on that uh, in the near future, hopefully. Um, this past weekend, we had the pleasure of seeing PAPW's Unchained. Yes. Uh, while we're on that subject, we got a message this morning that, unfortunately, our two guests will not be able to join us today. Um, they, the champion has woke up this morning ill. Uh, I hope the outdoor promo he did didn't have anything to do with it. But um, Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Does that make you nervous? No. No. No, why would it make me nervous? Oh, I don't know. What have we been talking about for the past 15 minutes? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's true, too. I mean, you know, I, I understand I mean, that. I, mean, I know they, they took precautions. Yep. Um, in between, I don't know, actually, it was only like the first three matches, but they cleaned the ropes, and then for whatever reason, after that, they decided they didn't need to clean the ropes anymore. But they were, you know, cleaning the ropes with Lysol and, and you right. know, Clorox bleach spray and stuff like that. Um, they had, you know sanitizing stations and stuff like that. Um, but, I mean, it sucks. Because right. normally, if somebody, if you told me, you know, two weeks ago even, that, you know, he's not going to be able to join us because, you know, he's a little under the weather. Um, okay, no fine. Now, um, when you say that, I'm like in the back of my head, was he one of the guys that I actually shook hands with? Or did I fist pump him, or did I not engage? Right. And, and it sucks, mm -hmm. but that's where we are right now. Is you have to think about that, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's definitely something to uh, to definitely think about. Um, but what did you think of the show? First of all, I would just want to send out a congratulations to the new PAPW champion, Vlad. Yep. Uh, like I said, it was. Uh, I mean, it was kind of a. Weight-wise, it was a mismatch. Oh, yeah. You know, 179 yeah. pounds versus 404. Yeah. But um, I've been following Vlad's career for quite a while now, and I never I never really got a chance to see him until that match. And it was actually a, a pretty decent match. Um, it was good to see Backlund there. He's, he's looking good. Yeah, yeah, Bob Backlund. Entertaining as yep. always. But, you know, Joe, we... Um, I'm glad we don't do prediction shows for indie wrestling because your dad hit the nail right on the head with a lot of those matches. And uh, it was just something that it was good. I mean, the tournament was good. Yeah, it was. It was. It was but, good. Yep. The final match was good. Kylon King against uh, Showtime Marcel Williams. Yep. Uh, I'm really surprised he didn't get into it with Paul Roma after some of the comments he made about the school because we all know it's all the buildup and everything. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, what was one of your favorite matches? Well, what was one of your favorite moments there? I know what one of your favorite moments well, was. Well, yeah. that, that's later in the show. Yep. That, that's later in the show. All right. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it's tough because there were a lot of really, really good moments. 
Um, it, it's easier to say the disappointments of the show <coughs> than, than the, you know, the top quote-unquote moment. Right. Um, seeing the cheap way uh, Collusion and, and uh, Elijah Dean beat um, Bull Dread and uh, Haven. Um, yeah, that, that, was... that was probably the biggest disappointment um, of the show. Um, loved... You know what? I'm probably going to say just because of the ending, um, the triple threat tag team match um, for the belts was probably my right. my favorite match. And in a way, Team Espana kind of had a legitimate point. How can you get counted out in a triple threat match? Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know. I, oh, just yeah, a I don't second. know how that happens. Just one second. What um, what what better what better way to discuss about what's been going on? With uh, PAPW this past weekend, then our surprise caller, the ring announcer, Mr. Matt DeCourt. Matt, welcome. Hey, Mr. Trivia. How you doing? We're doing uh, pretty good. Uh, we just got a message earlier today that uh, Nutrius X woke up sick this morning, so they're not going to join us. Oh, boy. And Greg and I were talking about, you know, could it have something to do with what's going on? With well, the- I, I, mean, I mean, I don't want to throw speculations, but what I'm saying just... With everything that's going on, it sucks that you have to even think, is this just a little cold or, you know, do I have to think, wait a minute, did I fist pump or did I shake his hand? But, you know, that's the cards we're, we're being dealt with right now. Right. No, I hear you, Nugster. That's a great assessment. I mean, I, I woke up, you know, it's springtime too, so people are getting yep. allergies, yep. you know, yep. and I woke up a little sniffly, and, and that's the thing. It's like I'm thinking in my head, like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and we, we were talking about uh, some of the matches, you know, we sent out a congratulations to the new champion, Vlad, and um, we, were, we were talking about, you know, what we thought were some of the good matches. Now, with you being your ring announcer uh, yes, for the show, um... What, what was your take? I mean, Backlund was just Backlund. I mean, absolutely. I mean, it was great to see a legend like Bob Backlund out of PAPW. You know, we certainly hope we can have him and other, you know, legendary figures uh, from uh, the WWE uh, around at events. Uh, he had a, a pretty awesome segment with, uh, you know, uh, collusion at the Pyramids of Power. You know, he was doing all these, you know, exercise and stretch moves that I think he's, you know, 70 years old. And if yeah. I'm half as flexible as in shape as he is at that age, then yeah. I'm, I'm in good shape. <laughs> I really so. wanted to see, I really wanted to see him put Maxim in, in the crossface chicken wing. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and, he was, uh, he was playing around with some of the fans. He was getting some of the fans in the chicken yeah, wing. I think yeah. by request, but. <laughs> and, and Ding Ding or Ding Dong or whatever his name yeah, is. Ding, he, ding. he actually did that, um. That calisthenics was pretty good. Me. I thought he was going to roll like a ball when he went on his head at first. Right. But yeah, he was. You know. You, you know, guys, it was it was kind of, there was a lot of shocking moments from that show that night, and I think that might have been the most shocking. I honestly didn't know Ding Ding had that in him, but you know, <laughs> but good, but good for him, man. Like I said, that that's more than I can do. I assure you of that. So. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure I'm sure Nug will agree with me that it seems like every time we go to a PAPW show, it just gets better. Yeah. Yeah. No, the the we the, the PA, PAPW has been on a roll the past few months. I mean, I, I think you guys just said it. I mean, like, there's been a different feel, you know, with Vlad coming in, his presence, uh, the Hercules Hernandez Memorial Tournament, uh, the, you know, Kylon King, even though he didn't win, you know, I feel like that was his big coming out party. He had two great, three great performances, yes. I should say, even though one of them was a losing effort, and one of them he got 
some help. Not, you know, yeah. he didn't request yeah, it, I'm sure, but Danny Adam did assist in that yeah. victory in the second round. Still, great performances all around from him. All the competitors in the field, great performances. <clears throat> Even though Showtime did wasn't really that gracious in his win, but you know how he is. So, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one, one, uh, one thing that's been uh, on my mind, and uh, you know, Nug mentioned it this morning before we did the show, Sergeant Murray. Yes. I mean, he seemed a little upset when he left the arena. Hey, you know, I can't, I can't speculate on that. I don't know. Right. Uh, I don't know what's been going on behind closed doors. I know that um, we had some technical difficulties before the show started. I don't know if that plays into it. And again, I, I, you know, I love Sarge, but you no, know, I don't know enough to uh, to make a public comment about it. So, oh, absolutely not. Well, we hope everything is okay with Sergeant Murray. Yes. And uh, but now we got May 9th coming up, huh? The hardcore show. Yes, we do. Hardcore after hours. That's going to be interesting. Now, is there going to be another? Uh, there's obviously going to be the Friday night shows in April, correct? Uh, I hope so. Um, yeah, the, right you know, obviously, with this ongoing situation here with the, the you know, COVD, COVID-19, coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, you know, things are changing very quickly. So, you know, we're obviously, everyone at PAPW is monitoring uh, what's going on. And, um, you know, we're going to, we'll, you know, stay tuned to our website, ParadiseAlleyProWrestling.com. All the social media accounts will keep you updated. But uh, I do know for sure that May 9th is definitely going on. And if we can get anything else in, in, in between time, you know, we'll definitely keep you posted on that. Yeah. Um, well, I, I had a little, um, I, I do Nuggies News for, for the top rope report. Um, and I had a little part of Nuggies news that I was going to do. But you know what? Seeing as you're on um, the poem of this man, I, I just want to share a little something that that nearly shed a tear to my eye at, at the show this past uh, Friday night. Absolutely. Um, we, we got there relatively early. Um, and shortly after we got there, um, a gentleman, and, and I don't know if the lady was his mother or his grandmother. I, I never really asked, but um, by yep. the name of Dylan um, yep. showed up. He's pretty much wheelchair bound. He's a little bit um, on the disabled side, a little bit of a speech um, altering impediment. Um, we we're just talking with him outside. Just he's a real affection for for wrestling. Um, yep. Showed me pictures on his phone of, of pictures with with some of the wrestlers and just really a real smile to his face. Um, we were lucky enough to be sitting in the same area as him. Literally one seat away from me was in, he was in his wheelchair. Continued conversating. Um, the show's getting ready to kick off, um, and then, as always, Mario's daughter's rendition of the you know national anthem was being played, and and everybody's standing, and then I'm standing there, and I look over the corner of my eye, and I see this young gentleman whose birthday's today, Dylan. Happy birthday! Um, yes, happy birthday, Dylan. Literally put his hands down on his armrests on his wheelchair and thrust himself up to stand. For the national anthem. And then about one third of the way in. Put all his weight on the left side. And took his right hand. And slapped it over his heart. Harder than I think I've seen a Ric Flair chop. And it really, really brought it. You know, a, a sense of emotion to me. Um, I'm even starting to get a little choked up in, about it right now. Is how proud that I was to see this young kid. Do everything he could just to stand for the national anthem, and I, and I pulled his, once again, it was his mom or his grandmother, I'm not sure, 
um, pulled her aside afterward and told her that you know that was probably one of the, that was the proudest moment that I've ever personally been a part of to see him do that. Absolutely. Um, so I, once again, I just want to give a great shout out to Dylan. Um, you are the man. Yes, absolutely. And 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 Nugster, uh, kind of piggybacking off of what you said there, uh, one of my personal favorite moments from the show is when I got to wish him a happy birthday, and then not even by instruction, the crowd all of a sudden started chanting, "No happy birthday!" Yeah. Like yeah. that was a, that was a phenomenal moment, and that was part of the reason why you know, amid, uh, once again, you know, amidst all the turmoil going on in, in the country uh, this week and uh, you know over the past couple weeks now, um, we really tried as hard as we could not to cancel that event. You know, we wanted to give people an escape. You know, we wanted to make sure that, you know, people found joy yeah. and could get away from things, you know, with all the uncertainty going on. And, you know, I certainly hope we were able to provide that. Oh, uh, absolutely. It was Friday a night. great night. Great yeah. night. And, you know, when Greg just mentioned that about Dylan, it makes me think, you know, you've got professional athletes out there that kneel for the national anthem. Uh-huh. And here you have a, a handicapped ch- boy. I don't know what he had, cerebral palsy or whatever it was. But he's in a wheelchair, and he makes the effort to stand for the national anthem. Was Like Greg said, was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. And kudos to Dylan. Very proud of you. Happy birthday, my friend. We'll hope to see you at many more shows. Yeah. Absolutely. Same here. Same yeah. here. So, I mean... Yeah, and, and the crowd that you guys had there, even though from even the few that we've seen there, um, you guys are starting to outgrow that little place too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And um, and uh, May 9th will be at the uh, uh, the beautiful JC. I'm not saying the annex isn't beautiful, but the JCC. Uh, I don't know if you guys uh, went to our last show there, but that place is. It's really nice, and um, we're doing a hardcore show on it. So, so we'll see. You know, is that, that that's the, there, uh, the the Jewish community center over there in Woodbridge? That is correct. Yeah, I've, I've, well, I've been there for health-related events with my pharmacy. Um, mm-hmm. We've done health and wellness expos and attended things there. Yeah, that, that's a nice size little uh, space to fill too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the last one there, you know. Uh, it was a great show, and, the, and again, you know, we hope to pack the place and, you know, to, uh, expand to, uh, to new locations uh, and continue putting on great shows for the fans wherever they may be. So, Yeah, but, yeah we, were, we were talking about our – I mean, I know, once again, you're the ring announcer, so yes, you, you kind of you know, have to be a little biased. Um, but we were, you know, we were talking about, you know, which matches we liked, which matches we were a little disappointed in. Um, disappointing to, you know, see Bull Dread and Haven take the loss, you know, with the little, you know, underhanded cheating there. Um, but my favorite match on the card, um, and I think realistic is because of the way it ended, was the triple threat tag match. You know, I, I was just going to say. Waves and curls you're looking like they're the champions, and then, you know, the other ref comes out and they have to change decision, you know, and they restart it, and, you know, and then they, they get the win and, and hold on to their yeah. titles. And, you know, it, it's things like that, that, you know what, you go to independent shows and you think you're just going to see a wrestling match, but when you actually get emotionally involved into a match like that, Rick Del Santo was standing yeah. right was right behind us, and he was like, "No fucking way!" When, <laughs> you know when they won, and it just goes as as a testament to how um, much improved um, these these. And I'll say kids because I'm 49, and I'm I'm pretty yeah. sure all those guys, except you know, are younger than me. Um, so I will still call them kids. Um, just do a great job. And even Greg was telling me. 
how much of an improvement Zach Gibbs yes. has made since we first saw him. Yeah, no, he looked, uh, that, that was one of his best performances, I think. You know, he, once again, even though it was a losing effort, you know, he showed a lot in uh, in that match with Showtime. And and I agree about the, the triple threat tag team match as well. I mean, when it being in the ring, like when, um, you know, I did the introductions in the ring, but when Waves and Curls music hit, when they popped out of the curtain, it, it, it I can't explain what the noise was like in the middle of the ring. Yeah. It was massive. Yeah. I could barely hear myself think. Even yeah. So then... Even so, Tino so Espana said to me, how can you get counted out with a triple threat match? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. One, yeah, no, but thankfully I wasn't the referee. One <laughs> question I want to ask you, and I noticed the look on your face, and I wanted to get your opinion on this. Yes. When Vlad came over and was staring at you. Oh, boy. I was sitting there like, oh, my God, I hope he doesn't, like, push Matt or something, because Vlad's a big boy. Yes, he is, and, and let me tell you what, I've seen what he's done to Matias over the past few months. We saw what he did to Matias uh, that night, you know, so I know what he's capable of, and just the fact that he was mean mugging me like that, I, I, let me tell you what, I thought I might have to change my underwear after I got out of the ring. <laughs> so, so, but thankfully nothing happened, and he kept the focus where he should on the match, and so, you know, he's a... Uh, He's an intimidating guy. He's a big, strong, powerful guy, and he's the new Paradise Alley Pro Wrestling Champion. So, yeah, and it's made tough to take the title away from him. Absolutely, it is. I don't know who's going to be able to do it, but I mean, that's that's the thing about wrestling is that anything can happen, and and we and the the, the landscape is shifting in Paradise Alley professional wrestling. Yeah. So, I, I, on a personal side here for a moment, um, I don't know how much pull you have with, with Roman, the producers, and, and everything, And but can we maybe at least once, I mean, he wrestles great every time he wrestles, you know, he's in phenomenal matches, and exciting matches, and fast, can we get Flash Waller to win once? I was just thinking of that. <laughs> I was just going to mention how much... I enjoy his matches regardless of who he wrestles. Oh, yeah. And he uh, yeah. he gets that close. Every time. I mean, the match he had with Nutria Sex was a good match. Yep. The yes. best match I've ever seen him in was the one with Richard Halliday. Yep. But, I mean, like, you know, like Nug said, let's get Flash to win one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the thing. They keep on putting him in there with these outstanding competitors. Yep. And, exactly. and as they say back in the day, iron sharpens iron. And, um... One match, all the matches you guys listed that he was in have been great. But my favorite match of his, which I think you guys were at this one too, was the one from two-year uh, anniversary yes. alley fights yep. when he wrestled Sebastian Cage. Yes, they that was tore that building down. Yeah, yep. and and I was just as a fan, like there were certain points in that match where I was just, I jumped up and was just like, whoa! Like yeah, you yep. know, I was watching like a WWE house show for the first yep. time. Yep. Yep. So yeah, no, he's got all the talent in the world, and I'm excited to see where he can go. Well, eventually we're going to have to get him on the show again, talk with him about uh, things going on. And, um, you know, one of our other favorite teams, not because they've been on the show a couple of times, is Haven. I mean, Absolutely. Haven's been uh, right, going and climbing up the ladder. and It's just, I mean, everything about PAPW is positive. Yes. It's going yeah. in the right direction. Yeah. they got the right people in the right positions. Um and the question I want to bring up to you, Matt, is a lot of times with you being a ring announcer, you're sitting alongside, is there a part of you during one of the matches where you say, this is where I enjoy being the fan instead of the ring announcer? Is oh, there absolutely, Trev. Yeah. Absolutely. There are tons of moments like that. You know, um, uh, for instance, um, when uh, 
Kylon King was wrestling Bloodsaw, the referee goes down, you're just like, oh no, what's going to happen? Because when the referee goes down, you know nothing good is going to happen. And then sure enough, Danny Adam pops out of the curtain, grabs the chain and pops Bloodsaw. Kylon King moves on. Great for Kylon, you know, but, you know, it's kind of a melancholy feeling. Uh, like I mentioned with, uh, you know, watching Vlad versus uh, Matias, you know, you, I know Matias, you know, he's a great guy, you know, outstanding, you know, role model for paradise, for younger paradise alley fans to look up to. And he was just getting destroyed. And, and especially at the end when he got those two power bombs to the apron from Vlad, like I was very concerned for his well being. I mean, you saw they had to carry him out of there. Yeah. And, and so it's just moments like that, you know, where you're just, you know, you just, you know, have your hand over your mouth because you're just in shock of what you just saw. Yeah. And and not only that, too, but the triple threat tag. You know, the waves and curls. Uh, cheap plug here. If you guys watched uh, um, myself and Bill Thompson on uh, Paradise Alley's Behind the Bell show, um, um, uh, I had predicted that the, uh, or I tried to predict that the uh, title would change hands. I thought, uh, I don't know, I thought there was just something in the air and it was going to happen. And I thought that prediction came true. And hearing the crowd explode like that, you feel that energy as well. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I brought over the belts and uh, the titles, I should say. And uh, next thing I know, the match was getting restarted and one, two, three, they went from new champions to the same champions yeah. all yeah. in a matter of yeah. seconds. And it was just wild. Yeah. Absolutely wild. Yeah. So joining us, Today, with our conversation, is uh, another member of the Top Rope Report, Greg's son, the Little Nugster. Now, Little Nug, you went to you went to one of those shows with us, didn't you? Or? No. No, I, I thought he went I, to a show. I was trying it. to figure out where we ended up going, but uh, I Did don't he? think it was a PAPW show. But no, it was uh, NEW. Oh, NEW, that's right. Oh, either Danby or Waterbury, right? But, um, Joe, join, like you said, you've been hearing the conversation. Uh, joining us right now is Matt DeCourt, who is the ring announcer for PAPW. And, you know, like we said, we've had them all on the show. Who, who we've had- as, and, and as well as the rest of the Rapplers, he's been getting more outstanding and more oh, outstanding absolutely. every time we see him. Absolutely. I don't think... Knows know. how to get the crowd engaged, knows how to get the crowd hyped up. And that's not easy to do. And, I, and he does a very good job at it. And I think if... Thank you, gentlemen. I think if PAPW had a show and Matt wasn't ring announcing, I wouldn't go. <laughs> Thank you, Triv. I appreciate the support. But the thing I like is one fall. One fall! Yeah, that's... <laughs> but, uh, Joe, is there any question you'd like to ask Matt? Because I know, I don't... is there a lot of indie, indie wrestling down in Florida? Or uh, The only indie uh, promotion wrestling thing that I know about is... Uh... A thing called Real Pro Wrestling or something like that. It's located somewhere in Fort Myers, Florida. That's the only. I've never really been down to watch anything, but that's the only thing I know around here. Um, unfortunately, I don't have any questions to ask Matt. Um, so. Okay, Matt, have you ever heard of that Real Pro Wrestling? Uh, no, I have not. But let me tell you what. I mean, if uh, if uh, WrestleMania uh, does still happen down in Florida this year, of course, that's another thing that's up in the air. I'm sure yeah. uh, Little Nugster will have a lot of uh, wrestling events to choose from during that week. So, so I think um, you know, fingers crossed that you know that things get better and instead of worse, and you know, hopefully things can proceed as planned. Yeah. Anything else from that? I'm, you know, just you know, just now I'm, I'm you know. I mean, it was just uh, it, every 
every time we go, like I said, every time we go there, the show gets better and better. And I mean, I would like to see one of these times go to a PAPW show and see Roma get involved. I'm not sure if he's doing anything, but um, but I do, I do know that uh, he had kind of confrontations not only with Showtime after he presented the uh, Hercules Hernandez Award to him, but also he was there when Vlad came back out to attack Matias, you know. And I know that if you mess with Paul Roma, he doesn't take uh, he doesn't take those things lightly. So uh, you know, never say never. We'll see. Yep. So Matt, thank you for joining us and giving us some more insight on PAPW. We're definitely looking forward to seeing you at uh, upcoming shows, and uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. Absolutely. Always a pleasure, guys. Nuxter, Little Nuxter, Mr. Trivia, I love your show. Keep doing what you're doing. And from myself and from PAPW, we love and appreciate the support you guys give us. So thank oh, you guys. our pleasure. Well. Our pleasure. You guys are awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Take care, guys. All right. So, PAPW ring announcer Matt DeCora joining us on, on the Top Rope Report. It's always a pleasure hearing from Matt. And, and I'm true to the mark. I, I I don't blow smoke up anybody's ass. If it's a spade, if it's a spade, if it's a heart, it's a heart. Right. Everything that I said in reference to PAPW is 100% true. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I don't say it to the guys just to, you know. Just to hear um, yourself talk. Right, exactly. Or, or to blow up their ego. Right. Um, you know, from the very first PAPW show that I saw um, at the East Haven Skating Rink, when they, they redid the show to right the wrong for the money that, was, yep. that they prick stole um, to raise money when raising money for autism. Right. From that first show that I saw, um, it had to be almost three years ago by now. Yeah. Um, to today, it does not even look like anywhere near the same product. Right. From from the from the promos, even from the the little um, vignette screen that they had, their little quote unquote mini Tron, I'll call it. It's not a Titan Tron. Right. It's, it's a mini Tron. Yep. Um, with that lady or whatever, Karen. For the vignette for Vlad. Yeah. I mean, even just little things like that. They've just took their game and every time they step it up a little, 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 little yep. more. So maybe one of these times when uh, if Little Nug happens to come up for a visit again and they have PAPW. Oh, absolutely. Up, absolutely. We'll definitely bring him because he'll definitely you enjoy know. the show. You know, I know he's... Yeah, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to uh, to go to one of those if, if I ever uh, come up there for vacation. Yep, it's definitely, you'll definitely not be disappointed. No. Especially when we sit real close to the ring. But, um, but you know, talking about PAPW and NEW and all this other uh, stuff that we've been talking about, um, Jake the Snake Roberts shows up on AEW and brings Lance Archer with him. Now, for some reason, they said Lance Archer was in WWE, and I don't remember him. I don't remember him either. I think he was in developmental WWE. Yeah. I don't think I don't ever remember. I never remember seeing him on TV. I right. No, he was never in a paper. Maybe he was, you know, a house show performer in a pillar WWE that way. Uh, but no, I, I, it's like is this? I'm like, well, Lance Archer, because I don't know a lot of the real names. I'm right. like, well, let me see who he is, and I was like, yeah, I have no. He looked like a, a child of EC3 and. Um, Rick Rude together. I mean, you know. Joe, did you catch out NXT this week? Yeah, I did. What'd you think of it? Uh, I thought it was. uh, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it it was held at the Performance Center. Um, I really liked uh, the end of the show 
where uh, Tommaso and uh, Gargano just balled it out throughout the whole entire performance center. Yeah, I heard they tore the place down there, over there. Yeah, they did. Now, do you think, if, if he's ready for the main roster, how do you think he'll do, Keith Lee? Oh. Um, and who would you like to see him against? Vlad. <laughs> um, um, That's 800 pounds right there. Well, I mean, I mean, some of the obvious ones, Braun Strowman, uh, it'd be tough to pull that off right now because it's, you know, Keith Lee's, you know, fan favorite, and so is Braun Strowman. Right. Um... Maybe an Eric Rowan person, you know, somebody that's big but kind of on that half step below the major talent. Yep. You know, a, uh, I think Keith Lee should have been one to come out and kill the spider. Um, not Drew McIntyre. Um, <laughs> I think that was pretty funny. Maybe if, you know, if they ever did decide to break up the New Day, maybe Big E. I think that would be a very interesting match. Keith Lee versus Big E. Yep. Um has there been any uh, Has there been any news on Xavier Woods? He's nothing. He's still nothing? no. He hasn't even started rehab. He's not. Fully. I understand Nia Jax is very very close to. Oh no, she's 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 there. She's ready. And she's going to be on Raw. Uh, well, this is the thing, and this is I mean something I would have talked about in Nuggies news, um, but um, she's kind of you know I, I don't know is. Due to WWE or somebody saying something, but she a few weeks ago released a tweet, um, basically showing that she's now 185 pounds and she was benching 200 pounds, saying, you know, Vince, I'm ready, mm-hmm. um, kind of sort of saying that, and then she kind of later in the week backed off and and kind of said, you know what, maybe maybe it's not time, maybe it's time for me to do other things, blah blah blah, maybe I'll go back to modeling. Um, if I'm not going to be used. And then it was announced that Paige was supposed to be at SmackDown um, due to travel difficulties with this whole coronavirus. She just wasn't able to get to uh, the Performance Center in Orlando. Um, but the first rumor was that she was going to be coming. Um, and actually one of them was saying she was going to challenge Bailey, but she's not even close to being cleared to wrestle. Right. Um, but that she was going to act in the general manager's capacity and be given the authority to make a match for WrestleMania, announce the five competitors in it, and then the quote-unquote mystery sixth competitor would eventually be known to be Nia Jax with Paige being her quote-unquote manager. Yeah. Then there was a conflicting report by Dave Meltzer, who's... You know, very, very knowledgeable and, and pretty spot on with, with things um, that Nia Jax was ready to come back. Um, but when she comes back, she's not coming back on SmackDown. She would be coming back to Raw. So where she goes, when she comes, still yet to be determined. Okay. I can... Uh Definitely, it's an anticipated return because I'm sure there's a lot of people that are looking yeah. forward I mean, to seeing it, her come back. It's going to put something, you know, <coughs> right. it's going to put another contender mm-hmm. on either show. Whichever show she shows up on, right. she's, you know, one of those. She doesn't need to be built up to be a contender for a title. Mm-hmm. She is a contender. So, you are listening to 1640 PWPR, Pro Wrestling Podcast Radio, TalkShoe.com, and Anchor. 
This is the Top Rope Report, Mr. Trivia, the Nugster Greg, and the Little Nugster. Um, so, what, quickly, where would you guys, and I'll, I, either one of you want to go first, doesn't matter. Where would you guys like to see Nia Jax, and what would you like to see them do with her upon her return? Do you want to take that one first, Joe? Uh, you can. I'm, I'm actually thinking of, of uh, something, okay. but you can go first. Um, I'd like to see Nia on Raw. Because she has a history with Becky Lynch. Um, I'd like to see her against Shayna, see how, how she can do. Um, but I think to make the most of her coming back, I think her best bet would be if they put her on Raw. That's what I would like to, especially if Ronda comes back and comes back to Raw. You know, now you're looking at Ronda. Yeah, but then if you do that, then you're going to get a lot of a lot more talent on Raw than you got on SmackDown, and you know maybe that's the reason why Bailey's been champion for so long because who who on SmackDown is going to beat her? I mean, she's basically beat everybody on the roster, and but I mean, I I'd like to see her on Raw. I mean, either show wouldn't disappoint me, but I'd like to see her on on Raw. Joe. Um, now that I'm thinking of it, I would like to I would like to see her go back to NXT for a little while. Really? Oh. Yeah. So you wanna demote you wanna demote her? Well, I mean not I don't I don't I really wouldn't call it like a demotion, but like I I mean I don't really know. I mean there's newer talent on NXT and maybe she could uh kinda like I don't know, maybe go against the newer people? Mm-hmm. I don't see, know. The way Something I'd like, like to see her booked is, I mean, I wouldn't mind even if they waited um, even another month or two, unfortunately for her, but build up, you know, Shayna Baszler as being the dominant woman on Raw. Um, maybe even bring up Bianca Belair um, and kind of have some of these other you know, badass women of NXT kind of go over on these mainstream mainstays that have been on the big roster for a while and kind of say, hey, listen, you know what? We've beaten the best you guys have thrown at us. What are you going to do with me now? And then that's when Nia Jax comes out and say, hey, 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 you may have beaten the best, but you haven't beaten the biggest. You know, and then come out and, you know, whip the shit out of Bianca Belair or something like that. And that's how I would like. So, I mean, as much as I want to see her back, like, tomorrow, you know, on Monday <laughs> yeah. Night Raw, I wouldn't mind if it was something where it was a couple months. Once again, as I said right. to Joey, you had to step out. You know, build up as to where Shayna, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley kind of start to dominate the women mm-hmm. on the main roster and, and kind of say, hey, listen, you know what? We're from NXT We've beaten the best that you've thrown at us. What else you got for me? Right. And then have Nia Jax come down yep. once again and say, hey, you've beaten the best, but you haven't beaten the baddest. Right. Now, let me ask you guys something. Put this question to both of you and uh, have each one of you answer this. I was thinking the other day, you've got the match now, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte. In my opinion, I really think... Rhea Ripley, as much as I hate to say it, I really think Rhea Ripley's going to win that match. And the reason I say it is because do you guys think that if Charlotte wins that match and becomes NXT champ, Women's Champion, isn't that like a demotion? 
Well, that's what Joe kind of said when he said that Nia Jax should be in NXT. Um, I said, so you want a demotion? Well, it's not really a demotion. I mean, if there's ever a level playing field, in my honesty, in my opinion, it is in the women's division. Yeah. I think all three divisions are kind of equal. As I mean, no offense against Adam Cole, Gargano, and Ciampa. They're below the main guys on Raw or SmackDown. Right. They're not equal to them. Yeah, okay, you had that one, you know, a nice showing here, a nice showing there. You know, he beat Daniel Bryan. But you know what? On an even playing field, the top stars of Raw and SmackDown bury the top stars of NXT on the men's side. Mm-hmm. Where the women's side, the top women in NXT compete with the top women. And they proved that um, in the Survivor Series. Right. Yep. Right. Um, I totally forgot where I was going with that. Um, how the women? But are, oh, yep. I I I don't think we're gonna see a winner in the Flair Ripley match. I don't think we are either. If once again, I I you know pitched to, to Vince and everybody you know via the airways to throw a third person in there. That way, you know neither Ripley or Charlotte Flair can take the loss, but one of them can get the win. Right. Um, meaning a Bianca Belair or something, but. The more I see it, the more it's going to be Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. Um, and I'll take a trivia, um, you know, double count out or no yeah. contest prediction for that match. What do you think, Joe? Um, yeah, I don't really, I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't see Charlotte beating Rhea Ripley because I think that would kind of ruin the, uh, the momentum that Rhea Ripley has had throughout NXT. Um, I would just rather keep Rhea Ripley uh, just, you know, at the top. Now, it wouldn't surprise. It would. It would shock me if Charlotte won. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah, surprise it would, it would me though. Shock me too. It wouldn't surprise me if Rhea won. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would. You know, I don't think there's. I mean, I'll bet. You know, all of Joe's next year's pay scale. You know, not mine. Just on. You know, but right. I'll bet all of Joe's paychecks from next year that Charlotte. Doesn't you know? Doesn't win, right? But I wouldn't bet a dollar that Rhea Ripley, right? You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Rhea Ripley won. And like you said, now the even playing field with the women. I mean, even the top uh, women. Yeah, I mean, you know, even I'm looking. I was looking forward to, and when I get a chance to see it again, I mean, if NXT has this match again, I'll definitely have my eyes peeled to Dakota Kai. I mean, her and uh, Tegan Knox. You, you know who? who tipped me, off, you know, tipped me off to Dakota Kai. The kid on the phone. Yeah. A while ago, he had he had pointed out actually both Rhea Ripley and Dakota Kai when they're both still in mm-hmm. you know UK NXT. So I got to give him credit for that. Yeah. And uh, let me talk with you guys about a picture that was posted on our top rope report page: Scarlett Bordeaux. I really didn't think she was that gorgeous looking until I saw the picture. She's amazing. Well, yeah, yes, but once again, okay, nothing against this person that I'm going to mention. Kid, but, yeah. but Caleb Braxton isn't anything that you would normally normally write home about. But they do her up very well for some of her pictures, mm-hmm. some of her backstage segments. Right. So yeah, they do. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hell, even Charlie Caruso's hot. Oh yeah, but she's hot regardless. Yeah, I mean she's just. But I mean, and, are and we? She's a real sports chick, which makes yeah. you hotter. 
Do you think we're going to see Scarlett Bordeaux after Mania? No, no, she's still in the, she's not even in NXT yet. Oh, okay. She's still in developmental. Okay. You know? Um, from what I understand, because she came from TNA. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, she's a pretty good talent. And um, I wouldn't mind, uh, I mean, once she gets the experience, you know, she's still a little green and everything. Right. But once she gets once she gets the experience, I wouldn't mind seeing her against the Chelsea Green. But then, would you pay attention to the match with those two? With those yeah, two I mean, but Chelsea, she's still, I mean... She's getting over with the crowd mainly because, you know, of her representative, prick, dick, hairy motherfucker. Um, and uh, she she hasn't... Right now, she's being used because of her looks. She's not... Right. I mean, okay, she was the first person that's in this number one contender's ladder match. Now they've added two more people. Um, haven't really... I mean, not in WWE. Once again, she was in TNA as well. Yep. Um, she was okay. She wasn't great. Um, from the shoulders down, she's a 12.5. From the neck up, she's about a 9. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Mm-hmm. So, it's, um, I mean, wrestling right now is, well, it's basically kind of at a standstill because it's COVID-19, but. Well, it's, it's not, I mean, it's not at a standstill. Because they're still doing SmackDown, they're still doing Raw, NXT will be at the Performance Center as well. Um, so it's not a, it's not NBA, it's not you know hockey, it's not baseball where they're shut down. They're right. not performing anywhere. They're not doing anything. They're not even allowed to be in the facilities to practice if they're doing stuff. You know, um, where WWE is still you know performing. Um, granted, it's not in front of an audience. You know, everybody that's coming into the arena that, that production-wise is getting checked and making sure they're healthy. So they're, they're you know, making sure they keep everything away. Right. Um, you know, taking extra steps to make sure, you know, sanitation and cleanliness happens. Um, but it, it's not shut down. And Vince will quarantine the wrestlers for a month if he has to. Right. And he'll buy a hotel for his wrestlers to live in <clears throat> um, and shuttle them in bubbles to the arenas um, to prevent them from quote-unquote shutting down. Right. And, you know, like you said before, you know, pipe in some CM Punk chants and, you know, little crowd music and we'll, it'll be something to check out. Um one thing I also want to bring up to you guys is, do you think... Real quickly, though, we've got about a minute left on um, Anchor um, and Spotify. Um, so we do want to thank you. Um, Absolutely. Unfortunately, once again, our guests were not not able to make it to us today, but we did have um, the Nugs to join us. Yep. And then we also had that great phone call from Matt DeCourt, um, the voice of PAPW. Absolutely. Um, so you definitely want to thank him for calling. And, you know, Joe, stay with us. We're, we're not going away and talk to you. Um, there's still plenty more to talk about. Um, but for those of you on Anchor and Spotify, you know, wish you a good week, and we'll talk to you again next Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Thank you.